Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Inside the Coach's Headset right here on ucsportsnation.com, your one-stop shop for all high school sports here in the Upper Cumberland. We're brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079 or go see him at 425 East Broad Street in Cookville. Folks, this is kind of a, a weird, unprecedented time in our country and especially in our community uh, honestly, I kind of feel like over the last two and a half to three weeks, uh, the Upper Cumberland has kind of been punched in the gut. And, and I will say this, the response of the tornadoes and, and really supporting and loving on these victims has been unprecedented. And from my, and from my seat, I'm glad to be part of the Upper Cumberland community. And I thank you and I thank our first responders and all of our officers and fire departments and everybody else who's been out there really doing uh, the heavy lifting and the hard work of trying to put our community back together. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Now we're dealing with uh, kind of a, a, an unseen, somewhat unknown type of threat to our community called the coronavirus. And uh, we've seen a lot of sports uh, at the professional side of things, but now filtering down into high school sports and it being canceled or postponed, uh, however you really want to call it at this point, uh, really being and making an impact in our community as well. So our guest today is the principal of White County High School, but also a member of the TSSAA Board of Control, Mr. Grant Swallows. Uh, Grant, thanks so much for coming on and, and talking to us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I just want to echo what you said about thanking everybody in our community, Sarah Cumberland. And just uh, um, you know, it, times like these uh, seem to draw people together, and and I think in our country and in our community, we need that more than ever right now. And so, appreciate you taking leadership and thanking all those that have been there and are going to be there in the coming weeks because there's going to be a lot of trying things ahead. And I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, and, and uh, I want to make kind of clear you know we're, we're we don't have mr swallow's own here as an official voice of the TSSAA. i invited him onto the pod onto the podcast to really talk about how as a high school administrator in dealing with you know spring sports and really the uncertainty of these uncharted waters that we're de- you know that's developing really on a daily basis how how are you all coping with it so uh, I kind of open it up to you, Grant, just to to kind of tell us what the you know obviously school is canceled right now until April the sixth in White County, Putnam County, and some of the other some of the other areas uh, are, are opening back up around in that time frame. But I think White County is probably opening up last that I, at least I, I've heard. But from a a uh, kind of navigating what's going on from a sports standpoint. How are you guys looking at it from a local level? And if you can interject anything that the TSSAA might be looking at, please do so. Sure. We, um, of course, this is just, I think you said, an unprecedented time. Uh, There's no rule book on how to deal with this. There's no 
uh, I mean, really no precedent even to how to deal with something as widespread as this. And so, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can with the information we have. And, uh, you know, we, we constantly talk about the fact that we need to make, make decisions based on, you know, current knowledge. Well, it seems like that knowledge is changing sometimes at the hourly rate. And so, um, you know, from the sports perspective, we have to make decisions as administrators based on what's best for kids, not necessarily what we want uh, at times. We don't want to shut down really anything. I mean, it's it's just it's hard right now. To uh, I've, I've been at school this morning, and I'm the only one there. And for a, a Wednesday in May, that's kind of a weird situation. And so, uh, but... We're just presented with an unprecedented time with our, our our world and our country and our community. And so we we felt like that this has got to be something that we take extremely seriously if we don't uh, take some time and give our kids the opportunity to stay home and stay well. Hopefully they are, are well and have, give them an opportunity to stay well and be, around, be away from each other. You know, we felt like that was the important thing. And... You know, the CDC is making recommendations, and it feels like those are changing daily. It was at one point, it was, you know, more, no more than 50 people for eight weeks. Now it's no more than 10 people for eight weeks. And man, in the life of a school or a sports season, that's, that's an eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a high school baseball, softball, soccer season, their regular season is only eight weeks. And so, uh, you know, you're talking about just a, a, a major, major portion of that. And so, I, I can I appreciate you making the distinction. I am a member of the board of control, but I, you know I'm I'm one of twelve, and so I don't speak on behalf of the organization. Uh, I think the distinction is important there uh, that the, that that organization is made up of of high school administrators. I'm one of twelve that sits on the board. We had a long meeting yesterday. I think our conference call was about three hours, where we discussed all these things. We discussed high school basketball. We discussed. Uh, the suspension of the tournament. We discussed spring sports and all those type things. And, and again, there's a lot of emotion in that because you've got a lot of kids that want to be on a baseball field or a softball field or a soccer field or, or even uh, the more emotion seems to be them being in a high school gym playing for a state championship. And, you know, you got to temper the knowledge of what we have, what the CDC, CDC is saying, what the uh, administration is saying, what our governor is saying. Uh, with the fact that we want kids to be able to play. This name is, I mean, a huge part of our school culture is high school athletics. Uh, I mean, kids, I wish they would want to wake up in the morning to come for English or math class. <laughs> they don't necessarily always want to do that, but they do wake up in the morning because they know they want to come to practice in the afternoon. And a part of that is being a student first. And so that's a huge part of that. And so when we take that away, it's really difficult, and so we, we get all that. But we want to be able to return to some normalcy at some point to where kids get the opportunity to play, uh, do what they do, do what they've wanted to do for so long now or had that have done for so long. But at this point in our, uh, in our time, we just have to be smart about how we do that and, first of all, keeping kids safe. And that's kind of what I said. We sent a call home last night to our families and basically I've had a lot of calls about, well, we're we going to get to have the prom or we're we going to get to have graduation, and, and I can't predict the future for that. But I can tell you the best way in order for those things to happen 
is for people to stay at home right now and be smart about the recommendations that are being made. So I would extend that to sports. If we want to continue playing sports, people have to take this seriously. We've got to stay home. We've got to stay well. We've got to stay away from each other. And I think that's the best advice I can give anybody right now and, and hope that we will do that over the next few weeks. And I think that, you know, and, and me included, uh, the, the frustration about, well, you know, hey, people get sick every day you know, right. from, from different things. Uh, people, you know, the recovery rate of, of the coronavirus is, you know, 97%. Or I think that's the last time that I read something. So in a lot of cases, people don't take uh, this overly seriously only because there's so many things that I guess you could say, or, you know, you can naysay it or, or something right. like that. But the the problem is, is that uh, this thing was created or, or morphed into something that was highly contagious. We don't know anything really about it as far as a vaccine or preventative care or, or really other than standard antibiotics and things of that nature, how to how to uh, treat it. And if it morphed one time it could morph again and this is my horrible horrible medical uh terminology and all this but uh it's 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 the unknown and it's not really fear it's it's taking into account what's more important and you know you being a a a former athlete yourself at tennessee tech and at livingston academy as well um you know it's tough for a senior to you know, kind of take that in. And, and I've got a high school senior as well that right. her archery season was cut short because of it. And, and th- those are hard pills to swallow. They sure are. And, and, and that's like I said, I, you know, I, I think I spent, oh, goodness, a majority of my weekend on the phone with people calling me and as, as my role on the, on the board of control saying, you know, you got to let these kids play. And, and, I mean, my answer to that was, listen, I want them to play. Nobody doesn't want them to play. I think we're to the point, though. And and I'll and if you if we would have had this conversation a week ago, my my um, my stance probably would have been different because I at that time was saying, listen, we have to give everybody the response uh, their own responsibility to make decisions for themselves whether what what they want to do and and how they stay well. I just think we've passed that threshold of being able to say that because of how widespread this is. You look at other countries, you look at all the data that's rolling in from there and what the CDC is saying, you know, this is a serious thing that we have to try to down, uh, to downgrade the, the spread of it. You know, I mean, that's, that's the big thing. Yes, people are getting well who get it, but at the end of the day, if we don't take care of people and, and down, downgrade the spread, because... At that point, if it spreads so much, we're not going to be able to treat. That's what our medical professionals are saying. We don't have enough people to treat all the stuff that's going to go on. And and once you get kids involved in that, and I mean, we I, you just talk about a nightmare scenario. And so, again, I'm with you. I don't I don't want to overreact. I'm not a doomsday prepper type of guy. But at the end of the day, I think there's a responsibility there. And I think that's I'll use the example of the basketball state championships i think ultimately that was the reason they were postponed last week is that nobody knew what to expect i mean you went from wednesday i was standing there watching the triple a teams play we were talking about you know this is a great tournament single a is extremely uh extremely competitive 
to 30 minutes later, the NCAA had canceled everything, even still we're saying, wow, that's quite an overreaction to on Friday we're having to postpone everything because everything was getting postponed, right. you know. And so uh, it's just it's just unprecedented what's going on. And, and I know it's so disappointing, and I guess I'll speak to what you ask about. You know, I, I had a lot of seniors coming up to me over the last of the uh, course of the last couple of days saying, well, you know, this is not fair. And, and you know what, Amos, they're right. It's not fair, and I hate it for them. But my hope is is if we take the responsibility that we need to do over the next couple of weeks and stay healthy and stay well, that we can come back from this. And then furthermore, I hope the seniors, once we're able to do that, will probably appreciate it a little bit more because when we have something taken away from us, when we get to go back to it, I think it it helps us appreciate that time a little bit more. And so uh, I hope that's the case, and, and I hope that as administrators we will see that and love on these uh, these kids that are – you know, even even not a senior. I mean, you never get your freshman year back either. Sure. You know, and so to have that time taken away is is really tough, and I know that. And so I, that's why I keep advocating for us to do what we need to do over the course of these next two weeks, two and a half weeks, so that we can come back from this better than we were before. We're talking with White County High School principal and T double Board of Control member Grant Swallows right here on Inside the Coach's Headset podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm your host, Amos Rogan. Uh, Grant, I know right now everything's in a holding pattern, and understandably so. What are you uh, and what is being recommended by potentially, if, if even if they are, the TSSAA on, okay, here's how we prepare. If we are to come back, here's how we to to prepare facilities in terms of cleanliness, some of the practices that that we're doing. I know from my standpoint, my my regular job, which is is not radio, uh, we're looking at processes that we've never really taken into consideration. The number of times uh, frequent touch points or or uh, areas of contact or and things like that. What are you guys doing in in that area to try to uh, give our students and our student athletes the the cleanest, healthiest uh, environment that we possibly can give them. Well, we'll talk, we'll kind of start from the top down there. Tito SBA doesn't necessarily regulate anything from that standpoint. We've got to uh, rely on local school districts to do that. There are some recommendations that have been put out by. Uh, the TWSAA, who has a sports, advi- sports medicine advisory committee of what to do in just in, in normal course of things. Now, from the district standpoint, which I can speak for White County, we, of course, are using these three days this week to this. I mean, there's no there's no contact at all. We, we don't want anybody in a gym. We don't want anybody on a field. We don't want anybody in a school building at all just to let those germs die out for these three school days plus the two school days in the weekend and that's uh that that obviously would be our our five days and then our support staff is going to come back uh the following monday and just begin to deep clean everything and so that some of the things that look like we uh that are are specific to sports is we have uh, some capability. It's called a defogger, which is probably a better name, but that's what I know it as, <laughs> that we can put in our locker rooms. And basically we set those in our locker rooms and dugouts and 
different places and let those just do their thing overnight. Uh, it sprays disinfectant into the uh, into the locker rooms and kills about everything that's uh, on a surface there. And so we try to do that normally anyway um, throughout the school years, but I think we're going to probably take that up uh, several notches in this regard. Um, you know, we're going to ask our athletes to make sure they're cleaning their equipment. Uh, I can use baseball and softball as an example. Helmets, bats, I mean, we share all those things a lot of times, and uh, you've got to make sure that we clean those and, and we can provide those things for our student athletes as well. And so just those important things, making sure they're washing uniforms and, and doing all the things that we need to do so that when we get back, we hope, uh, that we're we're not spreading those germs any, even more. And so I think there's a lot of good people working hard on that. I think more information like that. I mean, I've seen things over the last couple of days that say, you know, use this or use that. I got an email yesterday that says uh, there there was a, uh, a recommended cleaning cleaner list that was put out that our everyday cleaner in our building is on. And so the more we understand the the uh, coronavirus, the more we're going to be able to attack it that way. So, again, we're just sitting back kind of waiting for more information, for guidance. And, and when we do that, I think we've given ourselves a great chance to uh, put those measures in place so that we can keep kids healthy. And, and you know, I, I've been thinking about this, and, and a lot of uh, I'm, I'm somewhat of a history buff. I love American history and, and world history secondary, but I love American history and and kind of looking at uh, what it, what is in comparison to the times that we're in right now versus anything that's ever happened in our past in American history. And the only thing that I can really correlate this to in in and it's a stretch i'll admit that but it's really the times during world war ii where the country was centrally in in integrated and involved in trying to support the war effort as much as possible rationing uh watching you know how how much metal we purchase in in certain products and things like that and you know sending the scrap off to be made into armor and the bullets and everything else this is not, you know, we're not at war, at least with, you know, we're, we're at war against, I guess, a virus. Yeah. But, you know, looking at it from that standpoint and really trying to uh, come across to a lot of people, and, and it's hard for kids to understand because they've never been into anything like this before. Uh, and, 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 you know, most of adults other than, you know, the, the older folks, I really haven't been either, but it's really hard for kids to understand. Uh, how do you think our coaches and, and 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 I know our coaches want to play just as much as the kids do, but uh, you know, are, are we talking to our coaches and how you know we need to communicate to our kids to make sure that they're understanding what's going on and you know, hey, we're all in the same boat ourselves. We're not trying to be the bad guy, right? Well, and I think. You, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Nobody knows how to deal with it, really. I mean, I, we, there is no guidance for this. And so um, I think that's something that we have to do. It, it's what I talked about with responsibility. We can tell our kids, hey, clean your stuff, you know, cover your mouth. Do I mean, those are things that we, we expect them to do. But it's at some point it becomes a we have to manage that. And I think that's what our coaches are, are having to do at this point. Nobody likes to not be able to practice. Nobody likes to not be able to, you know, I'll use archery because you use that. I mean, look how successful they've been over the last several years, and, and you know, now they're not even going to get a chance to go to the 
state tournament because there's there's not one to go shoot in, you know, and so um, there's just no guidance for that. And so our coaches are are kind of like us; they're waiting on guidance from administrators while we're waiting on guidance from uh, regulatory agencies like the Department of Education or the CDC. And so uh, it's it's a it's an unprecedented time, which I, I said yesterday on. Uh, the TWS Blake call, it's unprecedented time, calls for unprecedented measures. And, uh, you know, if you would have ever told me at the beginning of the year that we could possibly have the high school state basketball championships on May the 11th, I would have been like, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. And so, you know, we're just, we're in a lot of, a lot of weird places. And, uh, I think it's incumbent upon us, as you've talked about, how the country pulled together to understand that leaders uh, are making decisions based off things they've never experienced before. Probably going to make some mistakes along the way, but if we're all pulling together to help each other, then we can overcome some of those mistakes and, and make it what's right for our kids. You know, I mean, the thought of us not having a graduation ceremony, there's some universities that have announced that already. I mean, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. I mean, it really does. And, um, you know, I, I, I that's why... I'm going to take the stand, and I've said it a couple times already, is if if we want those things to happen, we've got to be responsible over the next few weeks to make sure that we stay healthy and, and can get back to the way we want it to be. And I agree because, you know, prom uh, to, yeah. to a smaller degree, graduation to a huge degree, those are rites of passage. That That's right. that's an entry into into an adulthood type, right. type of mindset for these kids of, of being – released into the real world and and be considered adults, not just, you know, a kid who has to go to school every day. So uh, I really hope that everybody does take uh, heed into, you know, you may not like it. I don't like it. Uh, I'm not enjoying going in and and, uh, into, into my place of work and seeing a third of the people who were supposed to be there, there and the rest of them are working from home. Right. Uh, It's, it's no fun. And, And, uh, but in order to get past it, we've got to do these things to, to hope and pray, honestly, that it, it gets gone as quickly as it came to us. So right. uh, I, I I commend you for what you're doing, and I know that it's it can't be easy. And, and oftentimes, uh, in many cases, you're not the most favorite person to hear from because <laughs> you're not carrying the greatest news in the world either. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. And. Uh, you know, and that's that's just part of being a leader, part of being an administrator. We've all had to make those tough decisions, and and you know, I mean, I, I think again, if we, uh, of course, we, I, I don't know, I could, we could talk about this. The board, the board of control meets uh, not monthly, but by, uh, every every other month. Yesterday was our regularly scheduled board meeting, which is always held uh, either in Murfreesboro or in Hermitage. Because of what's going on, we had to do it via conference call, and so um, there was they made that conference call stream public for everyone to hear. So my guess is because of the nature of what we were dealing with, there was more people that listened to the board of control meeting than ever in history. Sure. One of the things that our executive director, Mr. Childress, said was, "These kids need to hear." that we are trying and doing all we can for them. And I thought that resonated. It resonated with me, and I think it resonated with a lot of people. Because as you said, there's not a lot of people that, uh, when you get on social media, there's not a lot of people saying, 
that say, hey, I love the two of us and what they do. It's generally, well, I can't believe they made this decision or those referees are terrible or, you know, whatever. But the response from that meeting yesterday was, I appreciate the fact that that, that organization is keeping the kids' interests at heart. And that's that's really what we have to do everywhere, even as a high school principal. I have to make some unpopular decisions, but if I'm keeping the kids' interest at best at, at heart, then you can't go wrong with that. And so I think we've got to do that here. You know, I, I, it it warms my heart for kids to come up to me and say, we don't want to be out of school. I mean, that, I've, I've been doing this nine years, and I've never had a kid say that to me. <laughs> but they don't want to miss out on things that are important to them, sure. you know. And that's not just prom and graduation. That's just memories they have and spring break and you know, they want to look back on this time five years from now and say, you know, remember our senior year, how great that was. And, you know, so this is it's a part of that. And so I appreciate, one, the fact that they want they love our school so much they want to be here and be a part of that. But, two, um, I appreciate the fact that we're just we're making decisions that's going to hopefully be best for them. And they're certainly going to be uh, – They'll be talking five to ten years from now and saying, gosh, can you remember how crazy our senior year was? And uh, it'll be true for sure. Yeah, and I've kind of said it, you know, 2020 has quickly become the year of the giant asterisks across everything. It doesn't matter. Sports, history, it doesn't matter. We are living within a record of time right now that I don't think anybody's ever going to forget anytime soon. So. Uh, Grant, really, really appreciate you coming on here and 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 giving us a lot of great information uh, when it comes to this. Uh, if if anything out of this, I hope everybody really understands and this resonates. Is is if everybody wants to play as as much as the rest of us want to see you play, then let's play by the rules of of getting this thing behind us, which means. You know, reduce social, you know, distancing, which wasn't even a term until right. probably about two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, all of that sort of thing to to get it behind us. And, and as much as we may not like it, and you're not alone in that boat, we've got to do what it needs to be done in order to make it go away. So, uh, Grant Swallows, the principal of White County High School, as well as a member of the TWSAA Board of Control, thanks so much for being with us. Um, and uh, thanks for your leadership as well. You, you're doing a great job. So uh, probably don't hear that too often, but I, I'll tell you, I, I appreciate you for who you are and what you've done in our community. I've got a lot of kids that have been under your uh, been under your leadership, and I do appreciate you. I appreciate that, Amos. Um, you uh, just it's it's a pleasure to be around the kids and our school, our community, even in the Upper Cumberland. I appreciate what you do to uh, promote sports in our, our, our upper Cumberland. A lot of times we don't have good voices out there promoting the good things that are going on. And so appreciate you doing this and appreciate you having me on. Thank you. You've been listening to Inside the Coach's Headset podcast right here on ucsportsnation.com. I'm your host, Amos Rogan. Uh, we've been brought to you by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079 or go see him at 425 East Broad Street in Cookville. Thanks so much. Have a blessed, blessed time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you next time. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 
528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the coach's headset.